Hello, welcome back to Stuff They Should Have Taught You in School. I'm your host, of course, Monsui. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about learning and learning to learn. How to learn, learn to learn. Um, when you really think about things, you realise that, okay, in school we're taught what to learn. We're taught a little bit the different learning styles, but we're really taught how, we're really taught to learn all of those topics by regurgitation. And when you learn how learning actually works, you realise that regurgitation is probably the least efficient way. It works for some people, it may work for you. It's one of those things where, I guess, the more that you regurgitate, the better you are. And you meet those people that are just like, fat. they've just got like a big brain and they just hold facts in it all the time. Our memory works based on association. Um, and generally speaking, like imagine you, there's sometimes you may like have a memory that you completely forgotten, but then when you see a certain thing or you hear a certain song, then through association, you remember that memory and that's, and you can claw things back in your memory through that association. So learning to learn is essentially the process of acquiring skills and strategies that enhance your ability to learn. And it, and it allows you to learn more effectively and more efficiently. It involves understanding how you personally learn best, how the brain works, identifying effective learning methods and developing essentially a set of skills that can be applied across all different subjects and you can learn all of these different subjects. So I've got a few things here, um, more than a few really, about how to, well, learning to learn. Firstly, I want to say, you know, you understand your learning style. So people have different learning styles. Some people are a visual learner, some people are auditory, some people are kinesthetic. Um, so you've got to find out, figure out which sort of style works best for you and then tailor your study and learning methods to whatever works best for you. Or it could even be a mix. Perhaps you are uh, you like to watch and listen things. And you also do the act, maybe you do all three, really, you, all three, you can't go wrong, just bang them all three out. You watch a video as well as listening to the video, as well as writing and doing the action. Um, one thing that actually I should have written down first is setting clear goals. If you don't have clear goals, it's like setting sail without a destination. You are just going to end up lost and you're not going to get anywhere in particular. So divine specific, measurable and achievable goals for your learning. Have clear objectives and um, have a clear point where you not clear line, like say, OK, fine, I'm going to do X amount of studying a day or X, you know, I'm going to do an hour of studying a day. Well, I'm going to try and cover this chapter in this many days. Um, and then it's a clear line where you know whether you're going to hit it or you're not going to hit it. And it will help you to stay focused. You want to develop time management skills. I just want to go briefly on this because you want to learn how to essentially, I do have done other episodes on this, but time management is essentially life management. You want to understand how to best manage your time, when to best study for you, are you... Do you have more energy in the morning? Do you have more energy in the evening? Do you want to study after having a carb coma after lunch? Probably not. It's probably best to study first thing in the morning. Um, or don't give you, put yourself into a carb coma um, and eat a light lunch or a protein heavy lunch rather than a carb heavy lunch. Um, 
so in learning time management skills you learn to prioritize and you learn sort of your energy levels and things like that and you learn how to uh, essentially break down that large goals into smaller steps that are more manageable and you can essentially spread that out over time um the thing is with learning is that learning is really not a passive activity learning is a part you know you should be participating you want to be looking at things like active learning so you want to engage with the material that you're studying this could involve talking you know there's one methodology where you are when you're learning something you split the page into two and you one half you use for taking notes so you're just taking notes and one half you're using to make notes and then then you're when you're making things you know essentially you are um one is essentially pretty much copying and the other one is basically transferring that into a way that you personally understand and making the notes um, other examples of active learning are teaching someone else in teaching you actually learn twice and you help the other person as well it's you know a win-win-win really um, discussing topics with other people that are learning this you know discussing it even in forums and stuff like that discussing it speaking with people about it um, exploring the subject by asking questions and things like that will help you to essentially develop an interest in the subject that you're learning and therefore you'll be more motivated and more interested in learning it and things will stick you want to experiment with different study techniques there's so many different study techniques out there uh, you know flashcards, mind maps summarizations teaching the material to someone else like i said you got to discover what works best for you and maybe it's a combination of things Personally, I don't like flashcards. I will do a mind map and then I will review that multiple times, uh, which goes on to the next topic, actually. Um, and maybe I'll teach the material as well, or I'll learn it and then I'll just even talk to myself in the mirror and teach my, go walk through it myself again. Um, or teach my younger brother it, or, uh, you know, any... A kid you know try if you can explain to a kid you can explain to anyone really uh, so with regards to reviewing your notes or reviewing things you've got to understand there's a thing called you have a learning curve and you also have a forgetting curve so you want to review notes after 24 hours after a week after a month because the longer you leave it before you review the more you're going to forget and Another thing you can do is like, you know, have flashcards or quiz yourself on the information you learn, answer questions. The retrieval essentially will strengthen those neurological pathways and you're essentially going over it again and again. It's like, um, like digging a trench and you're essentially just going over it again and again and every time it gets deeper, more embedded in your mind and then you're more likely to remember that over the long term um sleep next sleep is a massive one um it is such a a you know such an essential component to life um you can go days without food you can go days without water but if you go days without sleep you your brain deteriorates and you 
actually started, you know, if you look up, there was a sleep experiment and, um, you know, people actually start going pretty damn insane if you don't sleep. Sleep is absolutely necessary and it is that time where your, your subconscious is sort of taking in everything that you've learned and making it solid in your mind so that you can retrieve it later. If you, I sort of touched on this before, but if you sort of understand, sort of try and cultivate a curiosity mindset. So you want to be asking questions, actually getting interest. Now it's easy to say with when you're looking for topics that you want to learn, but when someone is essentially forcing a topic upon you, it's a slightly different story. But the fact of the matter is, is still, the more that you go into that thing, even if you didn't like it at the beginning, you will find yourself actually more interested in it, which is interesting. Um, and what this means is that essentially in any topic, any given topic in life that you may want to learn, at the beginning, you're not going to want to do it. But then after a little while, you're going to want to do it. And this is how motivation works. Motivation, people think that motivation happens and then you start. But no, self-discipline happens that gets you started. And then motivation happens after you've been working at it for a little while. And it's evident here in when you think about things like flow state, what happens in flow state? As soon as you push past the first 15, 20 minutes of uh, studying or whatever it is, or reading a book, then you sort of get more into it and you and your mind is now focused on that and you are now motivated to keep going so motivation a lot of people get that wrong is that you're supposed to supposedly supposed to feel motivated and then go to the gym no self-discipline pushes you to go to the gym and then when you're already there and you've done it for a little while then you're motivated to keep doing it and do it more and do it properly um you also want to reflect on your own learning process and what worked well, what didn't work well. I kind of touched on that in, at, the first, at the beginning to see sort of what methodologies could work potentially for you or mix of methodologies. And this is a game at the end of the day. It's a game to find what works best for you. And it's a game to explore, experiment, uh, ask questions, learn more about yourself as a person and learn more about the world. Um, and learn more about any topic that you may be interested in or even not interested in. But even if you're not interested in a topic, there's still transferable skills in there where you, if you, especially if you can prove to yourself that, okay, I can learn a topic that I'm not even interested in and I can do it well, then when something that I am interested in, how is that going to go? That's going to go tremendously well, we hope. So it's almost like a game of self-discipline. Can I learn this topic even though I don't want to do it? Can I learn this, even this song on guitar or piano or whatever, drums, even though that I don't really want to do it? And then once you push past that, you know, you have a sense of accomplishment and you can think about it as a way, okay, now I've done it in something that doesn't really matter so much to me. Now, if I have to do something that does matter so much to me, what would I do differently? Um, and this is essentially continuous improvement continuously improving your learning process embracing new challenges and um, viewing mistakes as an opportunity to learn and grow 
Now this is the thing, is in school we're taught mistakes are bad, but the reality of it is that if mistakes were so, so bad, then I'm telling you now, the world we live in would not look like this. Because if immediately we knew that one mistake was bad and don't try again after you've messed up, then would we even ever have electricity? Didn't the guy, uh, Thomas Edison, before he created the light bulb, um, didn't he try it, what, a thousand times? I'm going to look it up. 10,000 times? Um, and like I say, look, these are done in one take. I didn't actually plan to look this up, but uh, Tom, Thomas Edison. Edison uh, light bulb. So he, he, yeah, he made the first light bulb. Um, failed times. How many times did he fail? He made a thousand unsuccessful attempts. So if at the first attempt, he was like, okay, mistakes are bad. And therefore I've made a mistake trying once and therefore I will never try again. We wouldn't be sat here today. The world is built on mistakes. In school, we're taught mistakes are bad, but really you fail forward. Mistakes and failure are, are the same, are the other side of the coin of success. The other side of the coin of life is failure and success, both black and white, both up and down, both day and night, but both together. You don't get one with the art without the other. And if you idolize success and you think success only is here and there's no failure, you're, set, you're essentially setting yourself up for failure because failure at life in general, because failure and success, they are, they coexist. One you won't have one without the other. If there was only ever success, you wouldn't ever have, you wouldn't know it as success because you wouldn't have failure to compare it to and vice versa. So embrace mistakes and understand that although, you know, you may look at your life as I do sometimes and you think, shit, I, well, have I wasted all this time and uh, made all these mistakes and I lost all this money or whatever it may be, or I lost the relationships I once had and all of this stuff, but you know, just a slight tangent here as I was speaking to someone else about this and, uh, and my philosophy is that in these sorts of things and our mind naturally wants to go to the negative for some reason, but in these sorts of things, you realize that looking back and it's almost like chasing a complaint or something like that, looking back the upside is limited but looking forward the upside is unlimited so you imagine someone done you wrong i think i may have shared this story but if you imagine someone done you wrong and you're owed 100 pound 200 pound do you spend a lot of effort trying to get that money back or could that effort be put into something else where you would make more than that 100 200 pound so chasing it essentially the upside is limited but Chasing backwards, the upside is limited, but chasing forward, the upside is unlimited. Next, you want to stay organized. So this is kind of the time management thing as well, but keep your material, your study material and your notes organized. Uh, an organized environment, whether you like it or not, is better. And, you know, you have a nice organized desk or a room where you study or whatever it may be. If you can make that desk somewhere that's actually like nice to sit and nice to be, then maybe, just maybe, you're not going to feel so shit every time you sit down to go study. 
and you're actually gonna maybe just even like being at your desk because you've created it in a way that you like. Um, you have enough space. There's not shit all over the table. And I'm literally like looking at my desk right now being like, yes, there's not shit all over the table here because I make sure it's tidy every single day and I clean it fully every single week and I have plenty of space and all of this stuff. So, you know, I'm very happy with that. And I have the correct equipment as well that allows me to do my job easier rather than just having like, for example, I've got a big screen rather than just working on the small laptop screen that really helps. And there's countless times where I've had to pull up different things and it helps to have big screens. Um, organization is absolutely key. A lot of people will say, have a messy house or a messy desk and they'll say, it's okay because I know where everything is. But the reality of the matter is, you're using all that brain power to remember where everything is. Whereas the brain is more like a whiteboard. It's like a problem solving whiteboard. You don't store so much information or where all these things are. You rather have them all organized so that you can use your brain as almost like a problem solving whiteboard. Then when you're learning stuff, you learn stuff through association. And when you learn different learning techniques, such as, you know, visualization and stuff, you imagine like, um, you know, the, and a really easy one is to imagine like 10 random words. How are you going to remember 10 random words? Association. You visualize yourself walking through your house and then you just see them somewhere. So like blueberries, maybe you just see blueberries all over the floor and you really visualize and you stand in the blueberries and you really visualize what that would be like. And then maybe the next word is, um, I don't know, desk. And then as you stand into these blueberries and you're looking at these blueberries, you walk into a desk and then you have, it, and then you continue and you continue and you basically build a story. And then now retrieval of all those words is not just regurgitation. It's re-visualizing something that your neural pathways have already visualized and therefore it's so much easier to recall that. So use your mind for that rather than to remember where, where you're, books are and your crud paper and all that stuff i look i used to be highly disorganized and now i still feel like i'm in some respect disorganized but i've gotten way better than i used to be um next is adaptive adaptability and feedback so this is sort of the continuous loop of life isn't it just continuously try and keep getting better. Can continue continually adapt your learning strategy. Continue learn. The more you learn, the easier it is to learn. If you keep learning, you ever see people that are like serial learners? They just like pick things up really quickly and, and just can do it. Maybe there's natural talent, but maybe just maybe they've learned a hell of a lot of shit in their life, and now they know how they learn, and maybe they just can do it because. They, they have done it a hundred times before. And it's the same thing with me personally, especially with things like, um, oh, really good, easy example is learning guitar songs. So after the first few are obviously gonna be very hard. And then after a little while, you can sort of just like see it or hear it and then just repeat the same thing without having to go through it note by note. And that obviously happens after some time. You have to have the competency and the ear for it as well. But that comes after time. And it just, you know, 
it's just a continuous improve. Life is just about continuously improving yourself and you have shit times. Uh, and all you can hope is that 51% of the days are good days and 49% are bad days. Or, you know, or more good days. Um, but that's that's what we do, what we aim for, right? It's just slightly better than shit because maybe the world is balanced as good and bad as day and night. So maybe we can just push it into slight imbalance where we can have more good than bad i don't know is it possible probably not but keeps you allows you to sleep at night i guess um so you know you can also seek feedback and adapt yourself to different learning techniques ask other people how do you learn and um basically improve yourself that way so let's recap some of the things that we've gone about learning to learn so Firstly, we've just got to understand that the fact of the matter is, is that we are taught what to learn, but we're not really taught how to learn properly. We're not really taught how to learn. You've got to understand the different learning styles. You've got to set clear goals. You've got to have time management skills. You've got to realize that learning is an active activity. It's not a pass. It's not a part. It's not just like a spec. It's not a spectator sport. Um, experiment and with different study techniques um think about the forgetting curve and retrieve the information that you studied make sure you're getting enough sleep um and cultivate a sort of mindset of curiosity try and get interested in these things and like i said the motivation will come after you start so you just got to push yourself to do it for 15 20 minutes and then hopefully you'll start getting a little bit more interested into it um reflect and continuously improve and adapt and seek feedback from other people so that you continuously improve yourself as a human being as well as your study techniques, etc. Um, also, stay organized, keep your notes organized, make sure you're not using your brain power to remember where your keys are. It's stupid little shit like that. Why do you need to remember that? Why can't you just remember like, Oh, how to close a sale. Isn't that more important than remembering where your keys are? Just put them in one place every day. Simple as that. Um, by developing all these skills and habits, you can enhance your ability to learn new skills, new things, new uh, study material, new topics, more effectively. You'll learn all this stuff more effectively. You become an efficient learner. You'll soon, once you do it a few times, you'll just start picking stuff up like that because you know how you learn. You know, uh, you know how you learn, you know you've learned how to learn and you know what works best for you and you also are not afraid of feedback, you're not afraid of failure and you understand all of these things in life that are just part of it and therefore when you're ready to learn something new, you can just pick it up and go for it. Anyway, you've been listening to Stuff They Should Have Taught You in School, send me topic requests, monsuya.icloud.com and... Uh, I'll see you on the next episode.